This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Strope. Benjamin Netanyahu says a ceasefire deal would only delay somewhat an Israeli military offensive in Rafah. AP correspondent Karen Shamis reports. As negotiations for a ceasefire continue, Israel is nearing the approval of plans to expand its offensive against Hamas to Rafah on the Gaza-Egypt border. More than half the besieged territory's population of 2.3 million have sought refuge in Rafah. Humanitarian groups warn of a catastrophe. Rafah is Gaza's main entry point for aid. The U.S. and other allies say Israel must avoid harming civilians. Netanyahu's office said the army had presented to the war cabinet its operational plan for Rafah, as well as plans to evacuate civilians from the battle zones. I'm Karen Chamas. The urgency of providing Ukraine with the weapons it needs to stop Russian military advances was again underscored Sunday, both in Europe and the United States. At the same time, calls for stopping the human suffering and efforts to achieve a peaceful resolution to the conflict were also brought to the forefront. VOA's Veronica Balderas Iglesias has the details. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan appeared on ABC's This Week. He urged Mike Johnson, Republican Speaker of the House of Representatives, to bring the currently stalled $61 billion aid bill for Ukraine up for a vote in Congress. Speaker Johnson, if he put this bill on the floor, uh, would produce a strong bipartisan majority vote in favor of the aid to Ukraine. We saw that in the Senate, and if we can fill that shortage of bullets, Ukraine will stand up brave and courageous uh, and take the fight to the Russians. Sullivan's remarks came a day after Ukrainians marked the two-year anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion of their country. Veronica Valderas Iglesias, VOA News, Washington. You'll find expanded coverage of world news and events at our website, voanews.com, 24 hours a day. This is VOA News. Facing backlash over the IVF ruling, Alabama lawmakers look for a fix. AP correspondent Julie Walker reports. Alabama lawmakers on both sides of the aisle scrambling for ways to protect in vitro fertilization services after multiple providers paused treatment in the wake of a state Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos could be considered children, facing a wave of shock and anger from the decision, including people who were in the process of undergoing IVF and were forced to stop. Separate proposals were being prepared in the State House and Senate that would seek to prevent a fertilized egg from being recognized as a human life or an unborn child until it's implanted in a woman's uterus. I'm Julie Walker. Talks to shape global environmental policy started on Monday in Nairobi, where governments, civil society groups, scientists, and the private sector met to plan collective environmental action. The meeting in Nairobi is the sixth session of the UN Environment Assembly, the world's top decision-making body on the environment. This year, it's focusing on how governments can work together to tackle environmental crises, such as climate change, pollution, and loss of biodiversity. AP correspondent Jennifer King reports the death of a non-binary Oklahoma 16-year-old has struck a chord around the nation. Vigils were held around the country for next Benedict, a non-binary teenager who died the day after they told police they were beaten by other students in a girl's bathroom at Owasso High School in Oklahoma near Tulsa. Vigils were held in Owasso, Tulsa, Boston, New York, Minneapolis, and El Paso, Texas. A lot of people are feeling really alone right now. Julie Kaur attended the Owasso vigil. Kaur is a psychologist. There's a lot of people who are, are really, really, really scared and really scared to be here in Oklahoma. Gianna Alvarez attended a vigil in Tulsa. I hope that the family 
can do everything in their power to get justice for next. Audio courtesy KTUL. Benedict's family says next was bullied at school. During a hospital interview, police told Benedict and their mother they could press charges but might also be held responsible for instigating the fight. They were talking about us in front of us. Mm -hmm. And so I went up there and I poured water on them. Okay. And then all three of them came at me. The police do not plan to comment further on the cause of death until other autopsy results are completed. I'm Jennifer King. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has made clear that he remains reluctant to send Taurus long-range cruise missiles to Ukraine, pointing to a risk of his country becoming directly involved in the war. Germany is now the second biggest supplier of military aid to Ukraine after the United States and is further stepping up its support this year. But Scholz has stalled for months on Ukraine's desire for Taurus missiles, which have a range of up to 500 kilometers and could, in theory, be used against targets far into Russian territory. For additional stories 24 hours a day, visit VOANews.com. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.